Today's a big day, dude. Today's a big day. This is going to be a big one. Dun, I don't know. Dun, I was inspired. Dun, dun, yeah. dun. Um, mm, there we go. Okay, so while you tell the people what's happening, I'm going to put the end of the show thing oh, ready to go. go. Right on. All right, what's up, YouTube? What's happening, guys? All right, big day today, big day. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how many of you guys like uh, follow uh, Freshwater or the Freshwater Challenge cha channels. Uh, I dip in and out, even though I've never I had a too. freshwater tank. I used to, okay, we're obviously in the description is we're talking about King of DIY, mm -hmm. uh, Joey. I used to watch him and even like while I would watch this channel before mm -hmm. I came here because he had some really cool tips on like, uh, you know, your sumps and building tanks and where you can source some of this stuff at and the DIY projects were awesome. Yeah, uh, he's a very entertaining dude. Uh, he's been around forever, I'm watching him forever. Kind of grew up, I guess. Yeah. I feel like a. Oh, yeah, the YouTube like channels well, were started. But I feel like, like a soulmate almost. Yeah, uh, BRS channel and his channel were started months apart, weren't they? Yeah, just a couple of months. Yes. Okay. This week, though, he did, uh, or like it was like last week, he did a very inspirational video to me. Uh, I watched this thing. Yep. I'm going to share a bunch of thoughts uh, from it because I felt like he was speaking directly to me. <laughs> uh, and. Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty excited uh, to share what, uh, what what came out of this. Uh, he was pretty vulnerable. Uh, I'm gonna try to follow suit uh, as well. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, you can as well. I, I think there's just a lot of shared stuff, especially you know from the YouTube community uh, that probably share. A lot of people don't talk about it, but let's talk about it today. Yeah. Uh, all right. Awesome. Uh, it's going to land somewhere really cool. Uh, I I just had this idea. I pitched it at a few people here. Nobody told me it was stupid, so I don't know. I'm going to put it in the universe today <laughs> because I like it so much that if we put it in the universe, hopefully you guys just push it over the edge and make us do it. Uh, you know, because it's going to be really cool. I mean, these types of uh, calls for the community to make help make decisions in our hobby has worked before. Mm -hmm. Like the Hannah Nitrate Checker, mm. we begged, begged, the community begged, begged. We got one. Oh, there so, you go. All right, Maybe we so can make it happen here. I took some notes from uh, this video. I just watched it again and took some notes from his video. But, you know, just for reference point, Joey shared he's tearing down his gallery in uh, mm. his uh, uh, facility or his, like his house. Yeah, it was his garage. Yeah. I forget what the square footage was, but it's not big enough for what he wants to do. And he's going to build something much bigger. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, much, much bigger, much grander, much cooler. Open so, to the public. I'm just going to start sharing some of the things that he saw. Maybe you and I can uh, kind of share where we think it, it brought us to. But, yeah. Uh, so he said for the first five years, just making videos, sharing videos, and uh, sharing what he was up to. I was like, yeah, that was pretty much five years, too, for mm. me. It's like, hey, dude, I don't know. I just wanted to share some of the gifts that people had shared with me. It was like the very first video was like, you know, sharing how to do chemistry, yeah. like calcium and alkalinity. And all I wanted to do is like, I struggled with that so much because I got all this crap <coughs> advice. Excuse me. And uh, uh, then somebody came to my house and said, do it this way, did it that way, tank just flourished. It worked. Like, oh man, if only somebody would listen, if everybody listened to David Grigger, man, we would be so much better off in this yeah. world. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, uh, so somebody has to share the knowledge. Yeah, I wanted to share that gift. But he came to my house and helped me. And I was like, man, on YouTube, I could actually help tens of thousands of people in the same way David Grigger did. Right, right. Let's go do it. Yeah. And that's largely what the first five years was. So kind of cool. Uh, he said that he could, if he could reach as many hobbyists uh, as he did with three fish tanks in his house for that first that, five years, yep. imagine what he could do with a building dedicated mm. to 10 to 20 tanks 
And that was four years ago. He, uh, not, not only did he say that, the, the part that I took away from that, because I have it written down here, he said, if I could touch the world with three mm. tanks in my basement, imagine yes. what building 20 or 30 or 40 tanks could do. It's interesting that you and I picked up on the same thing. <laughs> it's um, like, yeah. That really speaks to me. So, you know, for me, what I got out of that is, of course that was awesome. Yeah. Right? Like, I don't know how I missed it. Like, wow, man. Like, if it had three tanks in there, dude tore down his garage. Yeah. And built 20 tanks, man, to go share with the world. Yeah, the and gallery. Mm. I wrote down here, damn, how could I miss this? <laughs> we should have been building 20 tanks here. <laughs> From the get-go already. I mean, we did. We yeah. shared a lot of tanks, man. We built a lot of tanks here. You see the ULMs. You see the 160. You see all these right. other things. But, but, like, man, not 20 in a gallery. Like, but, like, in hindsight, of course we should have done this. <laughs> uh, and, and not in the... Like, like another thing I got from his video too is it wasn't um, it wasn't just you know here's three tanks uh, here's how awesome they were it was his passion uh, those mm. were the tanks that he liked those were the tanks that brought him joy uh, mm. that like fueled him as a, a freshwater hobbyist uh, that he just wanted to share and there's all sorts of other types of tanks out there that uh, you know destagnate your uh, your hobby journey. Um, mm -hmm. Mixed tank, sure. Mm -hmm. LPS tank, all right. Mm -hmm. SPS dominated system, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's like 15 other types of tanks that you could do. If not 100. If not more, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, I got the same thing out of it too, man. It's just like, wow, what a cool, just cool, cool thing to do. Mm. And I, I don't know, man, I've been watching it for, I don't know why it never dawned on me that we could do this too. Yeah, I don't, ah, know. I don't know. totally could. All right, so then he says, over the last couple of years, he simply lost interest in his fish tanks. Yep, got that same thing too. Okay, and it sucks because it's all he is, all he knows, mm. and he's been doing it for 13 years. Yeah, uh, this is, he's, he said, he also, he mentioned, he says, I also shot myself, uh, he's like, I shot myself in the foot. Mm, kind of yep. like, this is my path. I didn't really do anything. He identifies as a YouTuber. Uh, he was so, uh, he said, I have the same thing. He lost interest in his tanks, but it was a personal passion that eventually just turned into like, uh, just pleasing others because life got in the way and different other things like, well, what do they want to see? What do they want to see next? What do they, and he just kind of lost that personal passion in the hobby himself. Uh, DIY Joey, by the way, I see in the comments who are we talking about. Yeah, oh, yeah DIY Joey. Yeah, the king, king, king of, of DIY, DIY Joey. Yeah. Where are you, yo, Joey, to begin with? Uh, all right, so, man, like, I just really, I want to read it again. Over the last couple of years, he simply lost interest in his finch tanks, and it sucks because it's all he is, all he knows, mm. and he's been doing it for 13 years. Like, bravo, dude, that's pretty vulnerable, and, like, He's really putting himself out there because he does, he's got a fish tank channel. He's saying, I lost passion for my fish tanks. That's generally not a good look. Well, yeah. right? how, many, how many people in the world take their passion, their love, their everything that they ever wanted, in a, in a, their thing they're most passionate about, and turn it into something they just do all the time? Taking that leap of faith, like, I'm not going to go get a job. I'm not going to go try to find, you know, be, go get a degree or work for a lawyer company or do whatever. Nope. I'm just going to follow this. 
All right, so uh, uh, the comment in relation to that is, hey, 13 years too here, actually. So uh, Joey and I started like a couple, he beat me like a couple months in 2008, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> starting uh, our channels. He says he's been doing this 20 years, like I think I've been doing uh, reefing for like 18 years, something mm -hmm. like that, I don't mm -hmm. know, 17, whatever it is. So similar paths here, and I'm gonna say it too, man, out loud. There's some aspects of this that my heart just isn't into either. Mm. Uh, and I'm gonna expose myself here. It's, uh, you can see it with how long it's taking me to get the 360 going in my house. Yeah. Okay, if you caught me 10 years ago, that tank man would have been, Just oh my God, especially with the resources running. we're dumping into yeah. it, dude, it would have been a dream come true. Yeah. But you know what, man? It's just not my number one priority when I'm at home right now because, mm. man, I work hard here. I got these, like, I had nothing that will ever prepare you for having a, a five month old, a two year old, and a four year old all at once. <laughs> nothing <laughs> in life will ever. So, for those of you who don't know, the only times, uh, probably nobody knows this, yeah. uh, the only time that like I really get to, you know, spend time with the tank and work on it is 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Saturday and Sunday. I wake up two hours before everyone else, mm -hmm. go down there and start working on the tank, because there's no other time, man, right. for me to do this, yeah. right? Mm. Uh, and like the rest of it's like come home, dinner, you know, like kids uh, to bed, like, though, kids yeah. to bed books, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Oh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know, man. There's like parts of it that, you know, like I just totally, totally understand what he's, what he's saying. Mm. Now, part of it is I've learned, and you're gonna hear about this later, I've learned where my passion really lies, oh, okay. and I should actually embrace it and hold it in its entirety and just shoot to be the best at this thing mm. that it can possibly be, and I'll share it with you in a minute. Uh, but he also picked up that thing that he also said here, which was he shot himself in the foot because he started that gallery with the intention to cycle the tanks, Yep. Uh, and he was gonna put 10 of them up and then... Start with one, yep. work his way to 10, uh, like every few months or so, and yep. then at the end, come back. Come back, turn the first one off and start something brand new, Yeah. right? Yeah. And so every tank had a life cycle of a year or something, mm. you know? And he shot himself in the foot because he wanted uh, 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 calorie fun and cook, because he got to experiment with them. His hobby and his passion was slowly being ripped from him as he tried to please everyone else. Yeah. And he's like, literally you can see a tear welling in his eyes as he says he misses his five, four to five year pets. Yeah, yeah. Like, like oh, and he makes it a point that these were around, you know, you buy your fish, you get, I'd buy, he's like, I'd buy my fish, I'd, uh, I'd take care of them four or five years later, they're my pets, like a cat, dog, mm. or anything else. Uh, and then I'm really attached to these things. He said he got into the uh, he got into the habit of like there was a video he had to take down about a certain species of fish mm. because uh, he had showed people how to like that people pleasing part of uh, his hobby. He showed people you know I think they want to see how to take care of this fish. I'll show them how to take care of this fish. And then there's a s slew of people going out and getting this fish that might not should maybe not have that fish. Yeah, so he took it down. Yeah, you know I think it was a red catfish. Yeah, a red tail or something. Um, yeah, and so, like, I, I don't know, man. Uh, so, he's taking this down, and I got, like, oh my God, dude, we do this here. Oh, yeah. I, like, I'm just like, uh, We said, uh, why? The man? 160 hasn't come down, but we went through the ULMs. They're up, okay. learned, and down. 
we got the clown harem, which is actually a personal passion of mine. It was something that I really yeah. enjoyed learning about and doing. Uh, that thing shut down, so four we make room. Yeah, after four and a half years, man, these they finally grew up into you know the harem you're looking for. Yeah, I mean, actually, it was probably a couple years before that, but like. It was really cool. Yeah. And then we took it down to make room for another tank. And I'll tell you, in that one, we took it down also because the, the Vertex the, tank was bowling oh, it really was bad. In the front, and I yeah. was always afraid it was going to explode on somebody. But, <laughs> uh, you know, we could have moved that it into another glass box. And that could have easily been something to look at for like 10 years, if not I'd more. I'd still love to have that in my house. Just to, to look at it. Yeah. I love how the hierarchy and explaining it, talking to about people, mm. and it, I, just, I just love it. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, okay, we shut down the tank that was in my office, which is from that first how to build a saltwater tank in my oh, basement, yeah. and then we moved it up to my bedroom, then we moved it to my office. The, the Reef 70, 70 tank. 75, yeah. Yeah, like that. We shut that one down, mm. you know. Uh, we shut down the ULMs once there was nothing left to learn from them. Right, you know? right. Uh, we, uh, those turned in, oh no, those were still ULMs. The middle one turned into the, seven, or into the WWC hybrid. Yeah, okay, and then so if you guys follow uh, Facebook, and stuff, we started talking about whether or not we should take down the E-170 because it's played its course. Yeah. You know, it's... We did have that live stream conversation. Yeah. And now we almost settled on we should just... This thing is now just maintenance mode and trimming. Uh, should we tear it down? There's nothing left to learn, man. I learned it all. We've shared the information. Let's mm. move on to the next thing. Yeah. Right? But then I think about it, like, that would be somebody's dream for 10, 15 years, as long as they could. Like, who else in the as a hobbyist would shut a success like that just down? Nobody. Because it ran a course. Nobody. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. So uh, uh, we've talked about taking the, the BRS-160 down. We have talked uh, about that. You know, it's like, uh, well, hey, we got this new set. Now, what are, are we going to sit in front of that one? Or are we going to do it down? What are you going to do it? I mean, there's probably four people like, wow. Shut down the beer. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, but, you know, like we kind of have done what we're going to do with that tank. It's not just kind of a tank in the office. Mm. I've been an advocate for Nobody it. really wants to do that. Yeah, I've been an advocate for it. We need to let the, demonstrate how that one can be a 10-year tank. We're halfway there. I agree. We're yeah. a little probably over, a little halfway over there. Uh, but this is all matching, man. Joey's experience mm -hmm. and, and the pressure, man, to like keep setting up more tanks in a limited space with the you know limited budget and limited people taking care of them. Uh, like I can't have eight million tanks up all at once, you yeah. know. And there's only so much room here before uh, I'm gonna get fired, <laughs> you know. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, but so uh, I really, man. He said it. I don't feel this strongly about it, but his his hobby and his passion slowly being ripped from him hmm. as he tried to please everyone else. Man, that's some like potent words. That's that's big. Uh, I don't know. Uh, deep. All right, so. Uh, this is a good example too, man. Uh, are you guys ready for blasphemy? Uh, are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready because I don't uh, know what you're saying. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say it out loud. The 360 in my house would have been a fish-only tank if I was just doing it in my house and nobody else was watching, mm. right? Uh, mm. And uh, it's just being about being realistic about the current stage in my life. Yeah, man. Like yeah, yeah. My current, I love my aquariums, man. I love the hobby. I love doing this. You'll never be. I'll be 90 years old on my rocking chair with one of these tanks next <laughs> to me of some type. Yeah. But like, there's different stages in life where you can pour different amounts of effort into it. And I've never had a fish-only tank. Man. I know. I, like, I just skipped right into reef. I did too. You know, and then I got Elliot from Marine Collectors always telling me about all these cool fish and that I can't have. Can't you have. know, <laughs> uh, and I'm like. 
I don't know, I feel like I want to go to the dark side, but why is it even called the dark side, <laughs> right? Like, what? It's, I don't. It's another, uh, it's another leaflet of the hobby. Like, maybe somebody in their life only wants a fish only. Like, corals are cool. Yeah, I'm I want to really, do something new. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like, you know, to be honest too, I go on pretty long vacations sometimes, you know, and mm -hmm. like, I just don't want to worry about it the same way as I'd worry about a reef tank. And it's just in this period of life, man, I mm. would have done it, but I felt so much pressure as the BRS TV guy building this big tank in my house, mm. it better be the best reef tank mm. all known to man or else. You know, that's kind of on us too, if you think about it, like uh, over the past, uh, you know, 10 years or how many years ago, doing the videos, uh, YouTube channel's been up. Uh, we've also been kind of forcing uh, our audience into SPS, LPS, mixed tank and a softy tank. Uh, LPS, you know, and that's every tank that we've set up is a method or a way or best practices or gear or what have you to make those types of tanks. We've completely missed all of the other types of tanks out in the hobby. If you could take those other ones and get like a big stamp, mission accomplished. Yeah. You know, like a Sometimes LPS four tank times. done, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, so. I, I don't know. Yeah. Like even in my house now, I'm so, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find ways to evolve it with the, uh, like the hobby for me. And so yeah. mixed tank for me used to be just kind of like put all the stuff wherever you felt like, you know? Yeah. Now I'm learning like, you know what, these Euphilia gardens or the Acan gardens mm. is like, when you put them all next to each other like that, yeah. you get to see the subtle differences in mm -hmm. a way that if they were spread out throughout the You're, tank, you wouldn't see. You miss, yeah. Yeah. And you can try, and you you attempted to try to achieve something like that in your 360. The idea was mm -hmm. where you would have like a side that was SPS dominant, a side, a section that was Euphilia Garden, and a section that was something else. Uh, at the end of the day, you're just it's a mixed thing. So in reality, I'm still excited about that. Yeah. Like it, I'm still excited about making an SPS window, an LPS mm. window, and I got these little gardens of acans. I got little gardens of euphilia that I'm going to build upon, uh, and it it is an evolution. And I can see now, like where you know, it's not just about putting some corals in there. I'm now collecting these pieces, and yeah. I'm looking. I just kind of put a bunch of them in there to begin with to like get a baseline. Mm. But now it'd be about collecting them, to, you know, to put them in there yeah. and get, you know, every, you know, like shade of euphilia you can think <laughs> of, right? That's awesome. <laughs> and, uh, like even already the acans are really buff, the different colors yeah. that they come in. So, yeah, I don't know. But this is what, like, uh, you know, as he tried to please everybody else, I just really had to think about what my passion is. And, I, and I've shared this privately before, uh, but my passion may look like reefing and it is it's mm -hmm. a portion of that right uh, in aquariums but my real passion like if if i had to really scribe it down to something that excites my soul yeah it is learning something new and sharing it with others yeah, yeah. that is and it's it's that reefing gives me that mechanism to be able to go dive into this crazy world and keep pulling up new things that we learn together yeah true, right true and then you get to share them with the world. And that is the thing, man, that like gets my heart like, mm. excited. That is the thing. I just think back to, you know, hearing the first time that somebody told me you can't have more than two clowns in a tank or they'll kill each other. Yet, man, I just saw this thing about clownfish. They live in a harem where there's a female, a dominant male, and a bunch of subdominant males and all the rest, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, 
that's not true, man. <laughs> and then I went out and I researched. I read that like 60 pages of dude's thread. I went and watched every video I could find, sucked in all the information. And instead of saying, like, you can't do it, let's show you how to yeah, do it. Let's learn right? how to, let's learn how to do it. And then we have four and a half years of success, man. I learned something, yep. applied it, shared it with the universe. That is the thing mm. that excites my mm. soul. So uh, you can see where this might be going, yeah. right? As yeah. like, I'm starting to understand myself better. I'm starting to understand my hobby better. Thank you, Joey. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm, I'm thinking about how do we apply that to new areas here? Mm -hmm. how, let's go learn something new together, man. Let's share it. Let's conquer the universe, <laughs> right? Or at least the reef. <laughs> All right. So next thing he says. Uh, he should have had permanent installations. We went one for one here. Did yep. we really? Yeah. I like, took the exact same notes. Yep. That's so funny. Uh, I'll let you go then. Go uh, I mean, he says, uh, he's like, so what should have I done? Instead of following the crowd and pleasing the crowd, he said, I should have permanent installations, permanent tanks, things that were up for five, ten years, biotopes, very specific biotopes to introduce, like, Know, different parts of the world and uh, different types of fish to people that are just up and permanent and then picking those biotopes and those permanent tanks based off of what really drives him what he's really interested in he says uh, he should have gone five times bigger he should have let him go for five years he should have shared the journey over the five years rather than set up tear down set up tear down mm -hmm. which was his initial path yeah I mean, that is absolutely it. Mm. Share the journey, see where it goes. Let's learn about the E-170, not just what it takes to fill it out, but also prune it, man. Keep it back. Yeah. Make it look awesome for five years. Let's, uh, let's figure mean, it all out. If we, if we constantly you know, preach to people or tell people, like, what... Uh, if or if uh, the goal that uh, that we've done in some in a lot of these series and um, the more information that we give out to the people is ways to be successful or ways to put you on the path uh, to a successful five ten year tank uh, and you know part and parcel of that is past the five year mark up to the ten year mark past the ten year mark the E one seventy. You know, we're on three years with the E-170. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, what's the next journey on that? Well, it isn't just tear it down because it's ran its course. It's like, so you have this tank that's fully grown. What's the next step? Now, now you got to maintain it, prune it. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe cut, bring a coral out, swap it, swap it with another piece, revamp it. But what does it take to actually take that thing to ten years? You know, the cool part too is, uh, if we get enough of these things, is. Uh, like, we also get to give somebody else their dream job, which is uh, taking care of them know, all. Come to BRS oh, and man. take care of all of these awesome tanks. Yeah. Right? Like, execute the plan that was developed. Yeah, right? raise your hand if your dream job to get paid a career or, you know, a career salary is to come in here and just take care of tanks of all different types of biotopes. Yeah. In fact, we're actually hiring for that right now because <laughs> uh, the guy that did it, uh, Josh here, just got promoted. I'm going to take uh, him. I'm taking him from my team. Yep. So yep. Uh, if you want to come to Minnesota and uh, take care of the BRS tanks for a living, maybe do what we're talking about today. Uh, oh, come join us. Uh, let us know. Uh, and poor Ann's going to get $8 million. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, all I got out of that is should permanent installations, biotopes from all over the world showcase the entire hobby? Uh, he got started in it, but he got lost trying to please everyone. Yep. All I wrote down here was, Oh man, wouldn't that be cool? 
You know, like, mm. if he had all these biotopes in, like, I just, I, I, I literally, I've never had a freshwater tank. No. I want to see these things happen. Oh, you that know? might even be an idea for us to try, too. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, okay. So, in the end, he's uh, closing his gallery because uh, he should have gone five times bigger. Should have allowed the public to come in. Mm. Let's get the, all these fish as babies and then watch them grow out for five years. And the net end of the story is he, like, rented out a old gym. Yeah. And he's going to put, I think, like 20,000 gallons worth of aquariums into this place. Things that he's had. Set them up, allow you to come there and tour them. Yeah. Ah, right. That's awesome. So, where does that leave us? All right. So, this leaves with me, dude. Okay. 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 Uh, my, uh, my take on this is, let's do it. Right? <laughs> yes. Let's, let's do it let's for saltwater. All right. I, this, like, this, I'm totally inspired by Joey. This happened a week ago. Yeah. Uh, yep. I've actually been out of town for half of it, so it's got little thought. I want you guys to force us to do it. Uh, <laughs> and so that's why I'm putting this in the universe, because it's so good. Uh, and so let's do a BRS gallery you know, of some type, man. Let's do it. Uh, and let's do many tanks that we have never done before. And mm. to, to be honest, man, I am not going to necessarily do the tanks that you guys want me to do. Yeah. I want to do the things that I'm excited about because the things that I'm excited about and Randy's excited about, mm. will you'll see that passion in the result. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like the, the thing that I naturally like, the clownfish, I naturally want to go read 60 pages of every last comment uh, about how to do this <laughs> because it's in my soul. I want to know it. And then when I learn about it, I want to share it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and so uh, let's go do it. Uh, let's research the challenges together. And let's, uh, if we're going to do a cuttlefish tank, man, let's do a live. I'll bring the things I learned. You think, bring the things you mm -hmm. learned, man. Community comes, shares with us, tells us which one of those are stupid, which <laughs> one are great. Man, let's build the plan together, yep. build the awesome cuttlefish tank, and share it with the world. How to do it. How then, to do it, man. And then, so essentially, build a plan and work it, uh, right? Uh, hopefully, the basis for the Toll House recipe that we've been talking about recently, so others can easily follow it in the future too. Yeah, I mean, we, it's gonna be, you know, we're gonna do this, the, the research, we'll talk about these different things, we'll come up with a plan, we'll implement the plan. Uh, is there gonna be failure along the way? 100%. Hope so. I hope so, because it's all of those failures from all of these other t tanks that we've learned that, I mean, we, you and I do mistakes videos all the time. A bunch of that couldn't be possible unless we actually got our hands dirty and experienced it ourselves. The reason that I'm so excited about this is the failure. Well, it is a failure, but mm -hmm. like it's it's the fact that I know that all of the best content, all of the best lessons that we have ever learned here have been from setting up tanks. That's true. All the best things we've done. Uh, the Beerus 160, what we learned from that, mm. what we learned from the ULMs, what we learned from uh, the WWC series, what we learned from the Clown Harem series, what we learned from setting up this Insta tank behind us. I mean, that thing went up instead of a, a weekend. single weekend, yeah. right? How do you do it? Yeah. 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 Right? Mm. So, like, what all these things that, that we've done, all the experiments in the, the Beerus labs that we've done. You know, all those all things. All those questions that we went out to test came from questions that we developed from doing all of this. There's going to be more. Yeah. All, like every time we do one of these things, we're going to learn something totally new mm. that we didn't know before. Well, the, and the, That's my passion. The other piece is, you know, Joey wants to open this up to the public. He mm -hmm. wants people to come in and be able to view. 
how can we do that same type of thing here and actually share? We can do it through like videos that mm -hmm. we just create videos. Um, we can also do it with live streams. That's what I was thinking too, is that like, A, maybe we create a facility here that people can tour. Yeah. It's a little complex, uh, takes a little bit more of a pitch from uh, the team here, and we may get there. Yeah. Uh, but can we set up a live cam where on YouTube you can throw this thing on your TV in your living room, and you know what? For this weekend, you have the BRS-160 in your house, and you can <laughs> share it too. Uh, you can share the cuttlefish tank that we set up. You can share uh, the studio mm. tank. This yeah. weekend, you now have, uh, you know, the E-170 in your home. The clownfish harem. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, and like, I was like, man, that is a really cool way to share that as well. That's really cool. Yeah. And it's like, the, it's like the Yule Log fireplace that everybody puts on their, their uh, TV during the holiday season because they don't have a fireplace, but I'm just going to put a 12-hour stream of a fireplace on my thing, and now it's part of the ambiance of my house. How about a reef tank? Mm -hmm. How about a tank? You know, and so hopefully what it really does is like also inspires, you know, your household. Like, you know, I, for me, like yeah. I can't have all these tanks at home. Uh, and my kids, my kids actually like the fish the most, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so if I can throw one of these really awesome tanks on my TV in my house, you mm. know, all I need to do is wait for the moment that my wife says, oh, isn't that cute fish? Oh, like, yeah, shouldn't we have you it? Want, you, I know how <laughs> I to make, make it. <laughs> I've been taught how to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. All right, so these are some of the ideas. So if you guys have ideas, man, uh, mm. I may have missed some, but some of these things I've thought about for a long time, and I yeah. just want to share with you like some ideas of tanks that we could set up. Tank types. I don't know. People right? have been sharing them like crazy. In the oh, hobby. have they? Which ones should we do? Which one should we do? Okay, share them all, man, because yeah. I'm going to go back through this and look for inspiration. Brock has Not really going cool. to try to please everybody. yeah, yeah. But man, I, I enjoy inspiration just as much as anybody. So oh, yeah. like, that is a cool idea. Let's do it. Yes. All right. All right. Okay, so I got some in here. Uh, hopefully this will uh, spur up stuff. We came, with, we came with a lot of ideas. One of them, man, is cuttlefish. Uh, mm. From the first time I watched that uh, like National Geographic changing and that cuddle color is changing colors and, and he goes oh, up man. and he opens up his little, his, uh, his arms and he like starts pulsing like Jimi Hendrix, this fish, you know, it's like, <laughs> And then zaps them, you know, like, that thing, dude, That's is the cool. coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> How do I keep them? Uh, I want that, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Like, yeah, they only live for a year in the wild, but I bet you it doesn't even live a year in the wild. And I'll get it a whole year in my prey. house. Yeah, because yeah, it's prey for mm. something else. Maybe we can breed these things and hatch the eggs and make a, mm. you know, a continual thing and, yeah. and really share that with the family. Learning curve. Yeah, I don't know. Uh -huh. There's a, there's a, uh, Dave shared with me though, there, there's a Magna video that we shot from mm. a lady, I, I don't know her name, somebody will probably pop it up in here. In Hawaii? Uh, that yeah, breeds these things Gosh. and her like heart and soul is cuttlefish. What is her She's name? my first phone call if she'll take my oh, call. Oh yeah, hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, well maybe we'll get her live on here, man. Uh, but yes. You can tell I get excited about the Jimi Hendrix fan. <laughs> uh, all right. This is another one where I've just never understood why you don't see these all over the place. Yeah. A look down clam tank. Oh man, that's okay. cool. Why are clams not more popular? Because they are the coolest looking things of all time. Mm. They filter your tank for you mm. and they're just awesome. Especially if, I don't know if anybody ever seen it, you should go Google it if you haven't, but the zero edge tanks. Oh yeah, yeah, they're made yeah. in Illinois. Yeah, and so the water like flows over the edge uh, and That'd then back up. Good choice for and that And so one. it's totally still on the top and everything looks so awesome, clams most so. Oh man. Yeah. Well, and the, you know, 
a lot of, I, I haven't seen a clam specific tank. It's mostly people putting clams in their, all their mixtry for their other tank. So you don't, uh, it's like you said earlier, you kind of lose the appreciation of the clam in the muddle of everything else. Mm -hmm. But there are some amazing, gorgeous clams out there that okay. should just be showcased on their own. I, I've, I've been hooked in this thing lately. Okay, well, you, so. you've been talking about a, a clam, like a clam refugium, refugium for yeah. a long time. Yeah, I keep wanting to do that. But I've been hooked on this thing recently, which is uh, uh, clam manias, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a live uh, feet or live uh, sales. auction or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the, like, first off, they're the coolest looking clams you've ever seen. Like, I, I've never <laughs> even seen anything that looks like many of these things. Uh, so for what it's worth, I met him. Like I had busted my knee, I fell down on a bike, and like the oh, guy it, came over and he was, was like, him? felt so bad for me. I, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, that was him. Yeah, it was, it was I like mean, a, he was doctoring you. Like, I know. Like go run, grab you some ice, and it's, sit you yeah. down, and oh, make it. Yeah. The nicest guy I ever met. My Super whole life. nice guy. Yeah, and then he has the coolest clams of all time too. Yeah. Uh, and so I've been, I've been like hooked on it. I'm like almost gonna do it uh, at any moment in time. But I'm watching. If you go to Clam Mania uh, on his Instagram channel, you can follow it and buy some clams from him. They're really good deals. And like once you see one, you will say the same mm. thing I just said was, why are these not more popular? Yeah. It's really strange. <laughs> They're so, so, so cool. All right. So um, this one, controversial. Okay. Right? All right. I mean, God, I got so many, it's going to be trouble. <laughs> okay. Controversial here. I told this, uh, this more than one time I've said, I will never, ever do signal gobies again. Oh, right? yeah. You, because of the effort. No, uh, just the dedication because I've killed them yeah and, and then like I keep mm -hmm. into it for a year or whatever but like these are like I, I mean there's like three dollar fish but they're my favorite mm -hmm. of all the fish I don't know what it is about them man but like you know it's like it's one of those things that I learned first about it. like they were the sand sifting fish and they're really cool and they hung out in little pairs and then I read somewhere that the little spots that pop up on their side when uh, predators come they turn sideways and pop those up look like big eyes to look like a big eyed crab or yeah. something it yeah. scares away and so then in my tank, I had this long nose uh, hawkfish, you know, and he was like a natural born goby killer. I don't know what it was, but he got older. He would go to him, yeah. grab the gobies and bite him like a pit bull and then shake him back and forth until they were dead. Mm. Uh, but <laughs> not the signal gobies. The signal gobies would pop sideways, pop those things up, and they'd freak the hawkfish out and he'd run. <laughs> I'm like, wow. And so I think that was like one of the first yeah. things because. I mean, everybody's first experience with like pistol shrimp and gobies, and yeah. you start understanding how these organisms live together, and you're like, it draws you in. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like the clownfish thing. And when you start to understand how these organisms have a natural hierarchy, it draws you in. Mm. You know, I, I don't know. So uh, I'd like to find a tank style uh, and shape and size that allows me to keep signal gobies mm. safe, healthy for a for as long as they are willing to live in my tank. Yeah, I would like to find the answer to that and do it well. There's all, I mean, there's so many uh, hurdles and challenges that we'll learn along the way, which is actually the exciting part, mm -hmm. uh, but eventually we get there. I'd also like to show exactly how stupid difficult it is uh, and uh, monotonous and nobody else ever does it. <laughs> but if you do, man, if you share my same passion, uh, you can know that you could do this too if you're willing to do this. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'd also like to redo the clown harem tank, but this time with a diverse set of anemones, right? Mm. And so, like, I'd, set of RBTAs. 
Yeah, not just a bunch of, like, I mean, I bought the cheapest, because we bought, like, you know, 60 of these RBTAs, yeah. and I bought the cheapest ones you could buy. Mm. Now let's go get, like, some Colorado really cool Sunbursts yeah. and all, yeah, all kinds yeah, of Yeah, but, like, cool. also, like, uh, I'm going to butcher it. But so, like, like Sea Bay or yeah. Her Hector, uh, Heteractus Crisp. Crispins. I'm what what is the that. natural? Somebody out there will know. What it's is like, the natural anemone for like an oscillaris clownfish? Yeah. Right? Is it carpet? Is it I sea bays? Like, is it? maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Like so. Uh, yeah. Share with us. Uh, somebody out there knows. Uh, but uh, I would like to redo that one mm. in a different manner because I just really enjoyed that tank, yeah. and I love to share with other people. I don't know. Seahorses. Pipefish and seahorses. Right? Pipefish and seahorses, right? That one, Not that only one you... comes up so many times that I've heard before, mm -hmm. especially like uh, a lot of significant others and stuff. I know my significant other back in the day, uh, we went to a, a, a reef store and the first thing she was drawn to was the seahorse tank. I don't know what and it you're, is. And you see them hooking on to, you know, the plants and the macroalgae, and you see them floating around. Some of the coolest videos I ever see is, you know, when they spawn and when they have babies and then just seas of like tiny little seahorses around and watching them feed and just they come up with their little pipe end and go and they suck it up like a pipette. So cool. Got to feed them. Uh, it's a little bit more difficult. You can't have a lot of other fish that will outcompete them for food. There's a bunch of things we'll learn, and yeah. we'll share it with you guys. Awesome. Uh, uh, so, also, you know what? Clownfish breeding. Let's set up a system yeah. that is designed for the sole purpose of learning how to capture the eggs, mm. uh, let them hatch, mm. feed them, mm. and breed them. Maybe send these fish out to the you know BRS community. Yeah. Oh, and we got yeah. we have unexpert here in house Chad who mm -hmm. does this constantly. Like he's breeding everything. Clowns are like that for him. Easy money. Easy yeah. money. Yeah. Like uh, he's the one that actually uh, harvested the eggs and um, and raised them, and we had a whole bunch of the uh, fangs and uh, mm -hmm. chompsalots yep. fish. Uh, MPS tank. This one I'm excited about too. I thought this okay. one was cool. Right. Photosynthetics. I didn't get it when uh, RT did it the first time. He was working on one. Yeah, yeah. he had one here, and I'm like, yeah, well, it's feel so limited. I just uh, hmm. I don't get it. Okay, so now though, I get it. Uh, and so, <laughs> you know, what the piece that kind of excites me about the uh, MPS tank or non-photosynthetic uh, tank that means for all of you that don't know that this tank means all corals in it that don't get capture. energy from light. They just capture prey. They have to capture prey or nutrients from the water to survive. Yeah. These are, you know, historically... Your dendros and yep. all those types of things, yeah. Historically difficult uh, uh, corals to take care of because, like, you're going to pollute the tank trying to put enough food and knowing the right food and all of the other stuff. Uh, I, I think, you know, the evolution of uh, amino acids and filtration yeah. now and... Now this makes it more more feasible. My guess is this is actually going to turn out to be really easy. Yeah. I'm going to eat those words. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. But, like, I feel like I'm going to learn more about mm. how the photosynthetic, how to feed the photosynthetic uh, organisms by learning how to feed the ones first that can't photosynthesize uh, their own mm. energy. I mean, the the... 
line on gear possibilities and setups and things for that specific I mean we're talking like an automated frozen fish food or liquid fish food type mm -hmm. feeder uh, set to a timer you know all I had a little fridge with a hole yeah. drilled in it next to the tank and, and I've seen so many DIY options of guys that like had rotation things that would come down and or you know their their dosing pumps set to go forward and then reverse back into the fridge so that you don't like spoil the food outside and so this actually got me, when I was thinking, starting to think about this, mm. it started to get me to think about, like, uh, are there photosynthetic corals that actually would do really well in this MPS tank without light? Mm. And it will probably have some light. But the reason I say that is because RT's tank was filled with Aptasia. Yeah. Right? And like, Aptasia is a photosynthetic. Non, non -photosyn are they yeah. photosynthetic? Yeah. And so, mm. like, I, I believe they are. Like, I, I don't guess know. I don't know. Yeah, because I've seen them growing in sumps where there's never any light. Okay, I believe Aptasia are a photosynthetic organism, but huh. also obviously can capture its own prey and mm. uh, suck up nutrients in the water. Somebody should actually chime in. Maybe I'm totally wrong. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but you, I saw that I've seen the same thing. You've yeah. seen Aptasia live in Everywhere. all kinds of areas Complete where black. nothing should be living right. that relies on thriving light. almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, RT's tank is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so uh, another one, uh, nano tanks. Man, has that been a call? I gotta be honest, dude, nano tank Constantly. doesn't really call to me yeah. uh, that much. Mm. I just, it gets filled out too quickly. But what if we did something really cool, like, you know, Zoa Gardens or something in it yeah. that was very specific to very, the size and shape of the mm -hmm. tank? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's Pico tanks. That one excites me. Okay, we actually had uh, 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 Nick here used to oh, have yeah. a GoPro case. It has like a little four inch cube that yeah. he put bulkheads like uh, from uh, the Murloc bulkheads in it. Yep. And then he had to go down like a five gallon bucket or something. Yeah, so there was like, it was like 5.3 gallons of water completely. Maybe not even 0.3 is a stretch. This thing was tiny. The, the tank itself was like two cups of water. <laughs> uh, but it was a full on reef tank. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was very cool. Oh, you've seen them in like bowls and jars and things like that. There's, mm -hmm. there's a little cookie jar full of. That is Fish. another one. I don't, somebody's going to have to chime in with uh, what the name of this is called. Yeah. But we were talking about it earlier. The sealed jar tank, mm. right? So there's some kind of uh, tank type out there that I've stumbled across, but mm. I haven't actually tried myself. And it's like a sealed jar. And essentially the jar, like, you know, creates its own little life cycle or biotope inside of it. And stuff dies, but it feeds the next thing. And it just kind of- perpetual almost. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Somebody named the name of it so other people can go look at it. But uh, like a really cool idea. I, I, like, I don't know, I feel like you learn from it. There's another thing here that really, I don't know what it is. And I think probably I can't be the only one here. Mm. And I don't know how you can create a tank around this specific thing, but schooling fish. Oh, yeah. Watching fish interact with each other yeah, that in way. In a group? Yeah, oh, man. Like huge That's a good one. swarms of antheas. Actually, you know, one of the coolest things uh, that I've seen is uh, uh, I had a, a friend who had a bunch of big acros and he had the, the chromis that lived in it, mm. right? And so when you get like 30 chromis and they live in your big Darting giant acro, like they'll, yeah, they'll just shoot all in it at once. Mm. They'll come out, man. And like that, I don't know. I mean, you can probably tell at this point, but like more than just looking at the thing, I like watching the behavior yeah. and understanding yeah, yeah, yeah. it. That's the thing that really gets mm. me, right? So yeah, schooling, shoaling fish. I think my, I attempted that in my own tanks uh, with uh, blue-eyed cardinals uh, or thread fins they're, mm -hmm. they're known by. 
uh, four or five of them constantly just watching them all hang out uh, together. And uh, one of the, I don't know if we have the room or the space, but look down this big giant silver di dinner mm -hmm. plate type fish and they school and yeah that would be take a massive tank but all you gotta do is ask <laughs> know, that'd be cool uh and the same thing for me is like uh what if it was just a big huge tank filled with the tang gang a real tang gang right oh like yeah every tang known to man Oof. you know and like yeah is tang, it possible tang police yeah it can be done yeah uh and uh same thing with like angels man mm. like I've, I've started to get a thing for angels and that's part of what's driving my uh desire for a fish only tank yeah is all of these fish man i just like can't have and i don't Coral know eaters, I'm, I'm starting to get this like call for yeah. it you yeah, know? yeah yeah uh Specifically, angelfish are just beautiful. Mm. So uh, there's that. Uh, an aggressive tank. So we're talking like uh, yes. e eels and yeah. uh, lionfish. Lion yeah. Oh, um, what was that? Uh, frogfish and things like oh, that. Oh, yeah, too. that's different. Those are different, smaller end you of it. You could do a smaller tank with frogfish, the angler type deal. Was it RT that had the angler? That, yeah, he did. And we've had several um, frogfish around here that eat the. Uh, the coals from yep. the breeding that happens yeah, here. Those are just really, really neat, you know, fish, especially, I mean, the angler has a little bait, I mean, you know, a, and pulls them and in. And there's a lot of people that are, oh, I can't believe, uh, like, they eat live fish. I mean, that's their nature. That's what they do. But let's showcase it. Uh, like, that is something cool to look at. I got it's news little... for you. Like, the frozen squid pout you, you had has a squid in it. I don't value the squid's life any different. Because he's already dead fish. and frozen. Yeah, I don't know. No. Like, it is nature, man. I, I, I eat cow. You know? <laughs> I don't know. You know okay. it's, uh, and, but I like the idea of the calls. So, yeah. from the clownfish, uh, these are fish that can't really be sold. Mm. Uh, and so, I don't know. They go to feed the next fish. Mm. Oh, very cool. I mean, but, sharks is kind of in there, too. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't, you know what? Uh, stop me if you're wrong. Are you are you are you against like a shark? I don't. Thing? Somebody. I, I guess I am. Yeah. I don't have any good reason as to why. It just seems like an animal that doesn't belong in my house. I I can I can agree with that. Well, and you know, like I said at the begin at the top of this, uh, those ideas will come, but mm -hmm. it's picking what maybe, maybe what like what you like. What yeah. You I, like. I don't know. Like, I'm curious if you guys think sharks I, belong in people's house. I don't have a personal desire to keep sharks. No. There's something about that animal that I don't feel I yeah, want to keep. Yeah, I don't know. Personal, I, I personal don't know. belief. I just don't know. Like, stingrays are kind of the same thing. I, I just I don't feel like I want them. I'm, I feel like, so my wife loves birds, right? Yeah. I can't have birds in my house. Mm. A, I don't like they're too loud and stinky. <laughs> but uh, you know what, man? When I look at a bird, all I think of is this animal needs to be free, right? They're, like, they're designed to fly in open, yeah. unfettered places. I, yeah. yeah like, I don't mm. know. It's just too hard for me. Mm. Uh, so shark kind of falls in the same category for yeah. me. Interesting, mm. you know. Uh, I'd be curious to hear you guys feel the same thing. This is actually a really cool one, too. Of course, Elliot has now got me on this one. <laughs> Cold water fish. Oh yeah, okay. uh, we've seen. Uh, there's been a few calls for cold water systems. Yeah, so cold water fish. A lot of the cold water fish. Uh, they might come from you know just a colder area, but a lot of them also come from really deep, like 500 mm. some feet down, and like you know have to like special rebreathers and stuff to go down there. Are they no are are they normally uh, a vibrant colored 
Yeah, often fish. they're really, often. really pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and so actually, you know, it was really interesting because every culture has like a different thing. And so uh, Elliot was telling me about these uh, fish from Japan. Uh, it wasn't the cherry anthea, it was something else. Mm -hmm. uh, I forget what it was. But, you know, the, I was like, oh, so they're diving down there to get these 500. No, he's like, no, they're fishing for them. And I'm like, oh, wow. 500 feet, man, the little fish like this? He's, <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, it's a major, major hobby in Japan to go deep water fishing with the sole function this little of making guy. sure that you get it up alive. Oh, wow. Right? Which takes a lot of time to slowly. It's slowly I've caught 500 deep water, feet. I've caught deep water fish, and I see what their eyes and bladders yeah. do when they come up from the depths. Yeah, so the, I'm like, what a, and you know what's cool about these fish is, like, they're not, like, you know, often, like, people are after rare fish, mm. and they are rare in the hobby. They're just, these fish are not rare 500 feet down. Right. They're all over the place. <laughs> it, it's, it's just getting them safely up, right? Yeah. I'm like, what a crazy hobby. I would have never hmm. thought that there would be a hobby to, f to find a way to rig down 500 feet. How would you even know if that little fish, man, like uh, 500 feet It's not feet like there's a bite or anything if it's this big. Like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What a crazy thing. I would oh, love to learn wow. more about it. That's cool. Well, uh, even not, only, not even cold water just for those species of fish, but cold water, you know, anemones and cold hmm. water, you know, Corals, if they're mm -hmm. down there, saying all of those types of organisms. There absolutely are there. cold water corals. Yeah. 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 So let's do one. And let's do a whole tank dedicated to cold water well, coral. Well, that even speaks to, you know, we've done the SPS dominated system. What about an SPS uh, deep water acro system mm. where it's all, and that would make me passionate about like. Uh, Suharsonis and uh, Lucanis and these different uh, soft skins uh, type corals. Get into like the, like, yeah, it's, it's not just acro. It's biotopes. This one. Yeah. yeah like, uh, this, this come from these areas, this country. You yeah. know, this, uh, the Fiji. Like, only thing that's going yep. in here is Fiji acros. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, uh, like uh, yeah I the Australian tank, right? Uh, the For sure. Bali tank, man. <laughs> Could you imagine our gallery? How many tanks we're going to have in this thing? Uh, I, okay, the only thing that will stop us is if you stop watching. Uh, <laughs> I think. Uh, I don't know because uh, why? Why not do this, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, the list is long, guys. I know. I kind of still got more here, man. Okay. So one of the things I'd like to set up too is a mangrove refugium tank, but not, like the one that you had on your desk. Yeah. Right, it's not actually a refugium tank per se. It's just a mangrove display tank. Yeah, it's just sand and mangroves and like all kinds of cardinals and stuff that live within it. And you yeah. can kind of see one like uh, right here. There's no so cardinals in it yet. That's kind of always been, uh, that's been a dream of mine and that's kind of what I was going for with that, that big mangrove in the center is four years old. And I've, I've been growing it ever since it was a seed, seedling. But I see um, Julian's mangroves and, the, and you get the mangroves to the point where, you know, I don't know how many years it takes they grow faster in fresh water and then you convert them over to salt water. But that whole root system that's, you know, you know, a couple inches high off the sand. So that means there's all kinds of places to go in and out of yeah. and then filling it with fish that naturally like live in that environment and just watch them through the side. That is a tank I've been dreaming about for years. For I mean, years. Yeah, I'm totally in. Uh, <laughs> seeing it on your desk makes me want to do it. Yeah. You know? Ah, oh, man. Okay. Uh, so display refugiums. It's the, the clam refugium, the xenia refugium. Yeah. The, well, yeah. I mean, even just a macro algae tank, you have uh, mm. all of those octodes and blue algaes and, you know, flame algaes. There's so many types of macro algaes out there to see them all in there uh, on display, and that's all that's in that tank. I've tried that before on my own also. 
uh, in the spirit of Toll House cookie recipes, uh, for those of you who didn't catch up on that, like if you make that cookies in the back of the Toll House chips, it will always Every turn time. out. <laughs> Follow this and you will achieve that, yeah. right? Yeah. We want to help create as many of those as possible. So let's do a super awesome mixed tank, a super awesome LPS tank, SPS, yeah. uh, softy tank, man. Let's you know make that collection of uh, uh, euphilia. Let's, let's do it to the best of our ability because I can get excited and take great pride of doing mm -hmm. anything that we do to the best of our human possibility. Oh, what would excite me? Is, what would excite me the most about going back and revisiting like the same type of tanks that we've done before, LPS, softies, and uh, SPS and mixed, is when we divide when we develop that that Toll House recipe that I know what we're what we're telling you guys and sharing you guys, you will have success with this. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. that's. That's the uh, the ultimate like pat on my back and get all the chills and happies from. Another one I thought about was I was kind of inspired by is that natural habitat for wrasses. Oh, you're talking about the little rock piles? Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking of that one too. Okay, so that video, I wish it was up. Uh, maybe somebody could link to it or something. I don't know if uh, Elliot's watching by chance, uh, he should share it. Uh, but. Uh, he showed me this video of where all the wrasses in our natural habitat are. It's nothing but open water and little piles of rock. It's just like a field of rubble. Yeah. And they just dart in and out of it. What if you had like a tank that's just a like big, that. long, wide tank that was only rubble uh, <sighs> and wrasses jumping in and out of it? That's awesome. Uh, you have to figure <laughs> out a way to keep it clean and stuff, but like. Mm. I like natural habitat gets me excited. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so that would be really fun. That is awesome. Uh, especially if you could get some like rare and cool, like some of the, like some of the ones that are actually in that video would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, this one, I don't know. This is kind of a flyer, man, but like an octopus tank. Yeah, I know. That one's contra kind of like poke the bear controversial one too. Yeah. Uh, but to, the, the coolest videos you're, you know, the coolest videos you run into on social media and what and where ha what have you is the way octopus can you know fit themselves through different things. I'd uh, almost like to just set set up a tank that can that these things are living in and build in types of things where like uh, puzzles or mm. you know escape hatches and all this and just watch them kind I mean, of feed their way. Have you ever seen Double O Squirrel on YouTube? No. <laughs> okay, so like Double O Squirrel people set up uh, like a bird feeder yeah. and then like this an amazing elaborate thing that oh, the I squirrel yeah, has yeah, to like yeah. jump yeah, through yeah, yeah. the whole yard. I have seen that. It's all to, you know, yep. the, like Mission miss, Impossible music. If they miss or something, they get catapulted. could totally do this with octopus. <laughs> okay, so I don't really, I haven't ever really thought about the octopus in great detail. And one of the things I think they're short, their life spans like a year in many cases. Mm. And so mm. that's kind of why they're frowned upon. But I don't know if it, if it's life spans like a year in the wild, like why can't it be a year in my house too? I don't have call to feel it. bad if it dies. I actually gave it a good home. It didn't have to deal with its own predators, probably live longer. And call it a success if it lives longer. Yeah. yeah. Let's show you how to do it proper. Mm. You know, uh, and like won't be can like don't do it. It'll be how do you do it? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Oh, man, that's cool. Uh, mantis shrimp tank. Ah, that one just popped up here too. Oh, did it? Just, oh, there. just smart says mantis shrimp. Yeah, one of those big like peacock ones. Yeah. You know? I mean, I had a ton of those little guys. No, uh, the but vibrant rainbow yeah. color one. Yeah, those guys are smart too, man. So big peacock mantis shrimp tank. Acrylic tank, so they don't bust it. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, that was one that, you know, 
thinking of that mantis shrimp one, and this is one I've talked about in our live rock episodes and things. From I'm I'm excited about I'd be excited about a uh, pest or quote unquote pest tank. I would want all of the nasty uglies that come on all that live rock just to keep it and see what's there and try to keep it alive. Aptasia tank. That, <laughs> I've, ha- I've had one. All Aptasia <laughs> all day. That's all oh, that. that's great. Uh, okay, you know, in that spirit, actually, I wrote down this as a as display Xenia tank. Mm. Every inch of the rock covered in xenia. Yeah. Right? It's its own filter. It's its own filtration. Oh, for sure. <laughs> uh, it will be like, I, I don't know. I've never seen a display xenia tank where like, you just embrace xenia in its entirety and just said, man, my whole yeah. tank is going to pulse. The closest thing I've seen to that was my buddy Ty, that, uh, my mentor Ty that got me in the hobby. And he, one of his um, sump chambers for one of his tanks he put uh, Zany in there and just let it let it go because he what he would do is he just kind of let it grow out and carve it and frag mm-hmm. it and then you know he'd get rid of it but always a constant supply what you when you look in there you could barely see because all the walls were covered but if you look over the top it's nothing but this. Zany is one of those corals that I suspect would also live in an NPS tank oh, yeah. uh, if you fed it. If you right. had like a yeah. constant feed. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Uh, what about a mushroom-only tank, man? Just like Recordia and the coolest mushrooms from all over the oh, world. Jawbreakers right? and, and bounces. And also, how do you not let it get out of control? Yeah. I mean, the five-year portion. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, how do I really collect mm. and enjoy without one of them just taking over the whole thing, mm. right? What about anemones only, too? Mm. Like there's upside down anemones, or there's upside down jellyfish, but the uh, um, oh, rock anemone tank. Yeah, uh, I don't know how I missed this. Yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but there's so many gorgeous rock flower anemones yes. that uh, why not have an anemone only tank? Mm-hmm. Big giant. Could you imagine how big like giant carpets could get in their own environment, on the, just themselves? Mm-hmm. I, I used to feed my sea bay that was the size of a soccer ball like silver sides, because he would take them. Now I don't know if this fits or not, but I and like I, I gotta be honest, I wrote this down and now I'm wondering whether or not I'll do it because mm. I know a lot of people who want to see it yeah. and this kind of deviates from the whole passion thing. But sometimes you guys are important too. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Aqua Forest Tank, KZ Tank, oh. Triton Tank, Red Sea Tank, and oh. so on. Okay, but pure play, like not. Like Toll House cookie way. I read the damn instructions and I followed them. Like the, right? the KZ has yeah. very specific ways of doing their tanks. Do it Even way. doing the, the part that we skipped on the 160 to make the pastel looking coral colors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Actually implementing that as yeah, part of it. What is that called? The Zeospur? Zeospur. Yeah, it really uh, brightens them up. So, uh, yeah, like, you know, I, I, one of my biggest annoyances uh, with uh, our hobby and even my own behavior mm-hmm. is that we treat this so much like choose your own adventure. Like, and, it, and I understand like once you've been a chef for uh, 10 years, you can you explore, know, explore turmeric in yep. whatever way you want. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, you can throw cinnamon in whatever the hell you want because you already know the flavor profile and what's going to happen. Yeah. That makes a ton of sense in reefing too. You can explore to your desire, right? But not the first time. <laughs> no. You know, but like it is, it's true, man. No, like, I mean, we just kind of like piece together whoever we want to listen to and hope that the mm. cookie turns out and it often doesn't. Yeah, big surprise. Yeah, I mean, it really makes sense when you kind of think about those that have gone before us and done 
these types of specific tanks. Was that their first tank they've ever done? No. Mm. No. Everybody kind of starts on that same path in this hobby. Mm. But to help somebody be successful, if if what interest if what piqued my interest in this hobby was seeing a clownfish harem tank and I want that, but there's nothing out there on how to do it and uh I kind of have to go through the path of um, kind of a reef and a coral tank, understand about water chemistry and uh, what I need, and then work my way into a clownfish harem tank. Sometimes I want to. Sometimes I want to make you know ginger snaps instead of Toll House cookies. And if I had a ginger snap recipe, never made it. a Toll House cookie. Yeah. 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 If you're trying to apply that like the or LPS message to the clown message, it doesn't work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Like actually, no, I like it more that I say it out loud. Uh, and like, let's let's actually follow these things to the T. No garbage, no, uh, you know what, like we put a refugium in the uh, KZ, uh, Zeovit method, which it says you shouldn't do. Yeah. Uh, but we did it anyway because we thought we knew better. I don't know, the tank turned out pretty good. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, uh, let's actually find out what happens if you follow these things to the T. Mm. Like, let's do the Triton method and, like, you know, have somebody legitimately send in the test every month and play mad scientist. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. what is the result? And like, you know what we could do is too, is like, you know, we got enough coral partners out there that like, we could send them up almost identical. And we could build almost the identical aquascape. Yeah. Put the same like pumps and stuff in it for the most part. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, same uh, corals, and the same coral, same like four of each, you yeah. know, or whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, wow. I know this is starting to build for me again. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, what does this look like now? We went through them, and um, hopefully, we're going to go through and find a bunch of other ones, mm -hmm. right? Okay. So, here's the deal setting up all those tanks is a half million dollar project. Oh. Like, I had to have to go to, I just get fired because I can't do that. <laughs> uh, and so, what I can do, though, is uh, work within our existing budget probably go over it but yeah nobody will ask yeah uh and uh, let's just go set one up let's start the path let's get one foot in front of the other one and like not 52 weeks of reefing style like mm. you watch this thing let's just do it in a clownfish style which is like five episodes get mm -hmm. the thing up let's explore it and enjoy mm. it keep it up from that point on and then do the next one yeah. right yeah. and here's the deal if you guys actually find it interesting as much as i find it interesting and watch it I can go and just keep telling the people, hey, we're going to keep doing another one. We need another yeah. one. And you know what? I need another guy to actually take care of these things. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> there'll be a whole team of people. By the time that we get to 20 plus tanks. I mean, uh, we do this, dude. We got a zoo here. We've, uh, yeah, uh, uh, we need like four or five people to take care of them all. Well, and then it's like, all right, well, okay, we got so much. It's time to bring it off site so that people can actually come and visit them too. Right. Like come to Min I don't know if Minnesota is like a big uh, a vacation destination. It's got a... But Pretty good airport with quick uh, direct flights from all over the place. Mall. Yeah, yeah, there's a big giant mall. mall. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was actually thinking is like, could you partner with uh, the aquarium at the mall, mm. right? And like, hey, give us some space. We'll keep building so, and then people can come see them when they're at the mall. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking bigger. I'll try it anyway. Uh, so this is what it looks like. Somebody says half a million budget seems a little low. I, honestly, dude, it, it <laughs> might be, is. man. This is really a lot of stuff. It's really expensive. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, but let's do one take at a time. 
Let's enjoy the journey. Let's find the passion. Let's explore it with you guys in real time. Let's find out everything we need to know about the, the cuttlefish tank. Uh, let's uh, maybe shoot, maybe it looks something like, let's have, uh, we'll do the research, have that live. You guys can engage with us, tell us what you know, yep. uh, enjoy the journey. Uh, and then we'll start to set it up. Right, yeah. uh, and we'll just kind of follow along. Yeah. We have to start with something interesting. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Something that not your LPS SPS <laughs> that we've always done. we've been there, done that, done that. That will happen too. But uh, uh, so one take at a time. Uh, and oh, it looks like the deal. You're getting ready I'm to getting set up. Ready. Uh, okay, and uh, we'll get a few under our belt, man. We'll just shoot for the moon. So here's the deal. You guys have to tell us that this is something you want to see because it's a big move for us. Mm -hmm. You know, I assume that everybody would like to see all these tanks go up. I want to uh, see it. Uh, I assume if you and I fun. get excited about it. I'm sure. I want to put it on my own us. TV at home, man. <laughs> uh, and so uh, you guys let us know. Uh, and I don't know. We're gonna start working on it now. I gotta tell you, I did this way too premature because mm -hmm. the idea came out a week ago. So give us a little runway here to do it. Yeah. But like, yeah. I'm excited about it. If you can't tell. Let's go do it. Yeah. Awesome. All right. all right, so we got a deal coming up. If you are subscribed uh, to BRS, you probably just showed up the deal as you pushed the button. Just did now. Uh, otherwise, man, uh, this one's actually pretty good, especially if you're thinking about setting up a tank. Uh, this is the right Rock. option at the right time. Yes. Yeah, so go check it out. Uh, if you need to, you can go check us out uh, on the community tab of our channel while you yep. subscribe because you're going to want to see all the deals in the future. Let us know if you want to see 40 different biotypes of, and hey, Thank you, Joey, for the inspiration. Oh, yeah, thanks, Joey. I wish you all the best of luck uh, and build out this awesome, awesome facility. When, when he builds that things out, we should uh, head over there. We should go. At it. You know what? Actually, that's the same city that uh, Thomas lives that's in. That's right. Thomas. Thomas, you're going to go mission, over there. Mission uh, for Thomas. <laughs> watch it. All right, Look if you want to see Thomas go film it, go uh, let us know, too. We'll see that. See you next week. All right, guys.